Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And it's round two now with Nadir Token, investment analyst at 274 Investment Managers. Yeah, Sakina, I think the big overarching theme is that there's fears that we're going to have another tech crash like we did um, in June. And, uh, you know, we've seen a number of tech companies come out with results over the course of this week. So we've seen Google, we've seen Amazon, we've seen a couple of others as well, but Google and Amazon certainly the biggest. And we've seen some disappointing numbers out of the two heavyweights. Um, you know, so they certainly led losses in the U.S. so far this week. And uh, there's a lot of fear about that's going to spread across the world. And obviously there's a lot of uh, tech stocks listed in, in, in the Asian markets as well, which we think particularly about Tencent, which we have a very keen interest in. Um, so there's a lot of concern that, uh, you know, the disappointing tech results, you know, albeit may, uh, due to one-off factors like investment for uh, like like investment for Amazon and, and uh, the fine for Google, the EU fine for Google. Um, there's a lot of concern that uh, the slowing earnings momentum out of some of the U.S. heavyweights um, is going to weigh on risk uh, sentiment and risk appetite. And, uh, you know, we've seen uh, those losses being extended into Asia this morning after Amazon released results yesterday. Um, obviously, uh, we saw some numbers coming out of Japan as well. And, uh, you know, the market remains a little bit perplexed as to what the Bank of Japan can do uh, to try and get inflation up to the long-term target, uh, you know, despite the tightening of the labor market. And, uh, you know, we know that structurally Japan does need to get inflation going. So there's a couple of factors weighing on risk appetite, um, you know, over the course of this week, Sakina, and we're seeing that weigh on uh, the Asian markets despite the commodity price rally, uh, particularly led by oil, but across industrial metals as well. Um, certainly not enough to uh, help out and prop up those uh, th- th- those Asian stock markets this, uh, this morning. So looking at the Japanese numbers there, and I was saying we can only dream of such unemployment rates, uh, 2.8%. But uh, another figure we can also just dream of is, of course, Japan's consumer inflation uh, statistic for June, 0.4%, Nadir? Yeah, Sakina, I mean, there's sometimes where low inflation is actually not good for your economy. So while South Africa and while we always think of inflation as the enemy, and it is the enemy to, uh, you know, the long-term saver, um, sometimes when inflation is structurally too low in your economy, that creates a whole lot of other problems as well. And that's what we've seen essentially um, in Japan. We all know too well, uh, you know, that basically uh, the economic malice that Japan has been facing over the last few decades has been very low inflation and uh, the lack of uh, ability to generate inflation in order to incentivize businesses to invest and consumers to consume. So, you know, the economy has been very, very stagnant as a result of that. And that's why we've seen, um, you know, the debt-to-GDP ratios uh, skyrocket to more than 260%. That's why we've seen uh, the economy really stagnating um, in in, in Japan because, uh, you know, inflation or the lack thereof has really disincentivized uh, businesses from investing and consumers from consuming because it's just cheaper to do so in the future, um, you know, if, if there's no inflation in the economy. So, you know, we know that the Bank of Japan embarked upon a, prog- a very, very aggressive program to try and spark inflation up towards the 2% target, um, you know, around about uh, five years ago. And they started on a massive, massive quantitative easing program, uh, you know, almost equivalent to the quantitative easing program we're seeing from the U.S. Federal Reserve in order to try and stimulate inflation and, uh, you know, get asset price inflation going so that they can spark economic growth in Japan. I think, uh, you know, the latest data shows that they're a long, long, long way away from that. Um, you know, with inflation effectively 0% month on month, and 
you know, not much better than that beyond, you know, just below half a percent or well below the 2% target. Um, you know, and with inflation globally seeming to go through a little bit of a slump more recently when there was expectations for inflation to start ticking upwards, um, you know, I think the Bank of Japan certainly has their plate full and certainly has a number of challenges ahead of them in, in, in terms of trying to get inflation going when, uh, you know, the global environment is certainly not providing any support with softer inflation temporarily, of course, across the board. Uh, but also just more structural issues to deal with in, uh, within the Japanese economy. Nadir Token of 274 Investment Managers.